Hallelujah, people of God. Welcome once again to your favorite podcast, Alone with Jesus. I'm so excited to bring you the comforting word of God from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16. The Bible says, Rejoice always. Rejoice always. Over the years, a lot of emphasis has been placed on praying all the time and praying always. Because 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says that we should pray always. And so there are many books that have been written on prayer, many sermons that have been prepared on prayer, and people making a conscious effort to pray all the time because that is what the scripture says. However, very little has been done about the verse before the verse 17 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 that says that rejoice always. So if pray always is causing us to be conscious, deliberate, and making the effort to pray all the time because the scripture says we should pray always. And I believe that we need to make a conscious effort to be able to rejoice always. Prayer, as Jesus said in Luke chapter 18 verse 1, that men ought to always pray and not faint, irrespective of the circumstances they find themselves in. Men ought to always pray and not faint. Similarly, Jesus also said in John chapter 16, the last verse, that rejoice, for I have overcome the world. So in as much as Jesus was encouraging the body of Christ to remain prayerful, he also emphatically stated that we should rejoice in him. But why do we have people oftentimes praying? oftentimes doing all the things that the scriptures have said, but find it very difficult to rejoice at all times. Rejoicing in the Lord, therefore, is not circumstantial, just as praying is not circumstantial. You do not pray because you feel you have to pray. And you do not call on God the only times that you are in trouble. You call on Him in the morning, you call on Him in the afternoon, you call on Him at all times. Because the Bible says we should pray at all times. We should pray always. And so if the Bible also says we should rejoice always, then we ought to understand that rejoicing always in the Lord cannot be circumstantial. And so you cannot say that you cannot rejoice in the Lord and be glad in Him because you are having troubles, because you are having issues in life. In Psalm 137 Bible says that by the rivers of Babylon, the people of God sat and they wept when they remembered Zion. When the people said to them that they should sing unto them the Lord's song. They said, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? Israel was having a hard time in slavery in the hands of the Babylonians. To the extent that even when the unbelievers or the people of Babylon requested of them to sing the Lord's song, they found it very difficult to sing the song of the Lord. And many of us have given ourselves to the issues of life so much so that we have even become embittered about God. That when people come to us and they want to speak about the things of God, they want to talk about prophecy, they want to talk about the goodness of God, 
you just don't want to hear anything about God because you feel that you are going through troubles and you are going through issues. By the rivers of Babylon, the people sat there and they didn't want to hear anything about God. All they were doing was that they were thinking about Zion, how good Zion had been and how the place of Zion had been comforting before they found themselves in slavery. The pressures of life and the things they had gone through had ripped them off the joy and peace that they could ever enjoy in this world. And for many believers, the issues of life, the demands of of the system has ripped us off our joy and therefore we cannot rejoice in him. Praying is good. I will say that we shouldn't be anxious of anything, but in all things with prayer and supplication, we should make our needs known unto him. And the peace of God that supersedes all understanding will guard our hearts. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. And so when we pray, we have peace in our heart. But the Bible says rejoice always, which means that you should make an effort to put an end to the sorrow in your life. Make an effort to forget about the things you go through and rejoice in the Lord. And the reason why we ought to rejoice in the Lord is because by worry, we cannot change anything about your circumstance. In the book of Hebrews, chapter number 13, the Bible says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And so when the people sat at the rivers of Babylon and they said they couldn't sing of the goodness of the Lord, they couldn't rejoice because they felt they were in slavery, the good thing is that even whilst they were in slavery, they could still remember Zion. And in Zion, they remembered the goodness of the Lord. So if the scripture is true, which we know is true, then we have to understand that as we think of Zion, as we think of the past, how good life was in some years back, how things were peaceful in some years back, then we ought to rejoice in this same God because he's the same yesterday, he's the same today, and he will be the same tomorrow. That is what the scriptures have said concerning Jesus. And so if four years ago, God had brought joy into your life, then today he's able to bring joy into your life. And tomorrow he's able to bring joy into your life. If four years ago he gave you a testimony, then today he's able to give you a testimony and he's able to give you a testimony in the time yet to come. And that is reason enough for us to rejoice in the Lord at all times. It is the same yesterday. And so when you remembered Zion, it was the same God that was with you in Zion. And now that you find yourself by the rivers of Babylon and you cannot rejoice, Jesus, the same God that was with you in Zion is saying that rejoice evermore. So when you are in trouble, you rejoice. Though it is hard. Bible say that Paul and Silas, after they had gone through persecution and trials, they said, we count it all joy. They were singing praises and they were singing to the glory of God. And they said, we count it all joy, having been persecuted for the sake of the kingdom. 
And so it is a deliberate thing. It's an intentional thing for you to psych your mind that irrespective of what happened, you know you serve a God that delivered you two years ago. You know you serve a God that turned things around in a year ago. And so this same God is able to do for you today and is able to do for you tomorrow. Child of God, rejoice evermore. Rejoice in the law and in the power of his mind. Again, we must rejoice in the Lord because Jesus Christ sacrificed everything that he ever had to bring us to where we are today until we understand the sacrificial lamb of God and what God accomplished for us through the sacrifice of Jesus, we will not be able to rejoice. Sometimes when you are going through troubles and when your heart is very down, you are very appreciative to the people that drive miles to just come and visit you. When you are going through the test of time, you are very appreciative to people who pick up their phones and give you a simple call. And you become indebted to them because you, you know that in your hardest of time, this person sacrificed their busy schedule and checked up on you. And we tend to love them the more. Child of God, remember these things. That Christ had to sacrifice everything including his life, to give you the kind of life that you are having today. And so Paul said that I am what I am by the grace of God. You are what you are today because of what Christ accomplished on the cross for your sake. You are what you are today because Christ sacrificed everything, including his life, to make you as you are today. John chapter 1. Verse number 12. Bible says he was rejected of his own. But as many as received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. Because he wanted to give you the ability to become a child of God. He had to come to a place where he, he was rejected of his own people. And some of us have experienced what rejection is. And therefore we know what it means for somebody to be, to be rejected. And Jesus Christ had to be rejected just so that he can reconcile us to God. He was abandoned by his own father just so he can reconcile us to the father. Rejoice, child of God, because he did this for your sake. Isaiah chapter 53 says that he was acquainted with sorrow. And Jesus Christ had no reason to be acquainted with sorrow. And yet because he wanted to bring joy to us and deliver us from evil and the wickedness of this world, he brought himself to a place of no reputation and acquainted himself with sorrow so that you and I can rejoice and be glad in him. He didn't just do that. According to the same Isaiah 53, he was bruised for our transgression so that you and I, our sins could be forgiven. Bible says without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. And so he shed his blood to forgive us of our sins. And after he was done, the Bible says that by the stripes through which the blood came, we received our healing. And so child of God, Jesus has paid the ultimate sacrifice and has done something that no man can do for you. Bible says scarcely will anybody die for the righteous. But whilst we were yet sinners, Christ thought of us and died for us. And for this reason, this same Jesus says, 
if I can sacrifice everything to ensure that you are saved, what more won't I do to ensure your happiness comes to stay? Child of God, this is the time for us to rejoice in the accomplished work of Christ for our sake. This is the time for us to rejoice because all these things he did so that you and I could have a life of peace and joy. And so for this reason, I say to you, child of God, rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. I want you to lift up your voice wherever you find yourself and thank God for the things which he has accomplished for you. Thank God for the ultimate sacrifice he had sacrificed on your behalf. For you to be where you are today. You became a banker. Not because you were intelligent, but because Christ accomplished it for you and gave you access. You became a pastor. Not because you understand the scriptures so much, but because Christ accomplished everything. Just so that he could give you access to work in the vineyard of his father. And today... He's saying to us, because of what I've accomplished for you, rejoice evermore. Because the situation that you are going through will not always be like this. I am the same yesterday that gave you the joys of yesterday. I am the same today and I will give you the joys that you have ever desired. And I will be the same tomorrow. That whatsoever thing that you want, I'm able to bring it to pass. Talk to God. Thank Him for what he has done in your life. Thank him for sacrificing the ultimate to bring you to where you are today and declare to yourself that from today, you will have nothing to do with sorrow. That from today, you will not allow the pressures of this world and this life to rip you of your joy. And you want to declare to yourself, I am a child of God. And from today, I am rejoicing forevermore. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you for listening to this podcast again. I hope you've been blessed once again. We want you to contact us and share your experiences with us as you listen to the podcast on 0249-905514. My name is Brother Gideon Oku. The Lord bless you.